to win it for the Bearcats. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. I know it's a little later. Had kind of a busy day and just decided to do a later show. I was hoping Jeremy D would be able to come on, but he still isn't able to come on. But that, that's what happens. But we got a good show for you tonight. Do a little preview of the Reds versus the Boozer. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,240 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. And as usual, on the YouTube channel, YouTube channel exclusively, we are having the Super Chats. So if you want to support what I'm doing, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Go along with a subscription. Go to the YouTube channel and do a super chat. I'll pop it up as fast as I can. All right. Last night was a very frustrating loss. You cannot have the bases loaded in back-to-back innings with less than two outs and not get anybody in and expect to win. Now, the more frustrating part is the Reds actually did get the lead. And then Tyler Malley, who struggled like crazy last night, gave the lead up. It was tied when he left. And then the bullpen, of course, comes in and gives up the lead completely. And they end up losing 5-3. to three. A game, and I, this is going to be, unfortunately, this is a trend that us Reds fans are going to say, or have said a ton this year. Last night was a game they should have not lost. Usually we say that because the bullpen blows it. Last night, it was the offense, along with the bullpen. <laughs> it was a mixture of both. It was mostly the offense because you can't go, you can't go two two innings, back-to-back innings. You had them on the ropes. And the thing I kind of tweeted this out back at Lance McAllister last night. Naquin and Votto. In the first inning, they come up, and it looks like they are just so far behind that fastball. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I mean, you sometimes you can't really tell, you know, live. But holy smokes, they look like they were, you know, five miles off of the speed of the fastball. And I know they're up high fastball, but still, those are hittable balls. And they, I don't know. I don't know what was going on last night. I don't know if they – put too much pressure on themselves to how big a game this was or what. Cause I mean, you know, both teams were tight. I mean, even the, the boozers, you know, I mean, <laughs> hell if Tyler, Tyler Malley doesn't walk a run in and then you hit a six foot dribbler, if Malley just grabs the ball and tosses it to, to Tucker Barnhart, the game's still tied up. I mean, they were winning. The boozers were winning two to nothing and had gotten, I think, one hit. And it was like literally a six-foot dribbler, as Chris Welch would say. So it wasn't like the Boozers were knocking the cover off the ball and just destroying the Reds, you know. So both teams, I think, were tight. 
they loosened up as as the game went along. And unfortunately, the problem is, and this is what this is the one thing that the Boosers have way better than the Reds, and that is that bullpen. They have a, an elite, and I mean an elite bullpen. The Reds, Reds have an average to below average bullpen. That is a huge discrepancy that we are going to have to battle here for this these next well, six games now. But the Reds are back at it tonight. You got Tyler Malley, or excuse me, excuse me, not Tyler Malley, Wade Miley versus LeVar. Miley is 6-4 with a 3.60 ERA. LeVar is 3-3 with a 4.11 ERA. Now, this, hopefully the Reds will bounce back. Last night was a frustrating game. It wasn't for lack of hitting. They got a ton of hits. I think they, I want to say, it seemed like they left like 25 guys on base. You know, they left so many guys on base. Like, it was a rare occurrence last night for both sides, for the Reds and the Boozers, when they actually had a one, two, three inning, you know? So, it wasn't like they the Boozers shut the Reds down. They shut them down at the right times. I'm hoping that the Reds can capitalize on the stuff they did not capitalize last night. And that has you can't get that upset. I mean, you could if you really want to. But you really can't, to my opinion, you really can't get that upset at the offense because this barely ever happens. I mean, that's one thing about this offense this year is when there's guys on base, they are more than likely knocking them in. They are either getting a sacrifice fly, a ground ball the opposite way, a hit, you know, whatever. They're usually getting that guy, especially with that third base, they're usually getting that guy in. Last night was, it was an epiphany. So we'll see what's going on. And, yes, you were right, Crown. The game is not on on Valley Sports. It is a Facebook – or, excuse me, YouTube channel game. Tonight it's free on YouTube, which I'm on YouTube right now. I don't – I don't know why they're doing this, but that's what something they're doing – Major Baseball doing this year. I think they started last year. But, yes, yeah, so if you're looking for the Reds game, it's at 810 tonight, and it is on the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, it'll be on, if you get YouTube, it'll be on there, and you can watch it. Now, what I do, I'll get it on my phone, and I can cast it to my TV, and I'll watch it that way. And I think uh, you guys can listen to Danny Graves. I know he's going to be one of the announcers. I don't know who the other ones are. Um, so, it'd be an interesting game. Or you can turn the sound down and listen to the Cowboy and uh, Tommy Thrall uh, doing it, which I will probably end up doing that toward the end of the game tonight because I have to work tomorrow, and I have to be working at 3 o'clock in the morning. So, I probably won't – well. I was up for most of the game last night, all the way up until the home run when I was up when, when we were down five to three. Then I had to turn it off, and I it's like I gotta go to sleep because they're not gonna win this. But I was having such a hard time getting to sleep because this game was so irritating to me. Amy Gilbert, what's up? How you doing? Yes, I guess you're excited that I'm I'm on the air. I appreciate it. And uh, if you are watching me on Facebook, please do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Give me a subscription. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. So, is there anybody out there that went to that? You have to be in Cincinnati here, obviously. Uh, went to Sam Hubbard's foaling uh, tournament he had last night. Now, if you guys don't know what foaling is, 
it's a different ver football version of cornhole. Instead of throwing bags in a hole, you have bowling pins, and you got them set up on a table, and you throw a football across teams of two, and the first team obviously knock all the bowling pins down. Win and it wins. And I know a lot of Bengals fans were there last night. I wanted to go, but of course, my work schedule <laughs> would not allow me to do that, or I would have not been able to get up to go to work last night. So I don't know if anybody was was able to go to that or not. If you did, let me know how it was, how fun it was. If you have ever watched or played Foley before. <laughs> That's a new a new tailgate game. All right, so the Reds lost last night. So we got first game down. So we are officially now, I think, let's see here. What does that put us back to? Because we were, it should put us back to seven. And if I was more prepared, I would have written this down and that was for my phone to sit here and load so I can tell you. But of course, oh, there it is. Okay, standings. We are. Let's see here. Yep, we're seven games out right now. Now, in the last ten games, we are six and four. The Boozers are seven and three. They won two in a row. We've lost one in a row. So, best case scenario for the Reds is go win the next three games. That would get us within. I want to say. Four games, three games of first place going into the All-Star break. That would be, obviously, the thing we all want to happen. But what's your thoughts on what you saw last night? How how frustrating was it for, for you to, to watch that team be just unable to get that hit? And it wasn't that they were fouled all. I mean, when Votto and Nick would come in and strike out back-to-back, -back, when you got the bases loaded and nobody got the first inning, that ticked me off. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, this is a huge game. Nobody could lift the ball in the outfield to, <laughs> to get a run in. You know, the guy couldn't throw, could not find the strike zone. And then all of a sudden, bam, light switch went on and he started – pepper in the zone and they're all high fastballs you know a couple of them the umpire is eh, hit or miss on what what he was calling there and that i got a question with the i noticed this more this year with the strike zone i think it has gotten worse you know i, I there are guys <laughs> there there are a lot of umpires out there What's up, Ron? RJ! Here's <laughs> my, my brother-in-law from down in Florida. He's probably still partying from uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning winning their second Stanley Cup. So, and yes, there we go. Back to, yes, Josh, yes, that umpire zone was all over the place. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But I don't think it was just him. I think there's been lots of umpires like that. That, like, there was one pitch last night. I think it was against India, where it's way inside. I mean, it damn near hit India, and they called it a strike. <laughs> then the next one went low and outside, and it was a strike, and they called it a ball. To me, I'm like, okay, you made that's a makeup pitch because you know you screwed up with the first one. How hard is it? I know we talked about getting robot, robot umpires and all that. How hard is it 
for the like just say next year offseason. I mean, which I I hate to put this in the hands of Rob Manford because I think he's a clown. But how hard would this be? All right, from here to here, here to here, everybody, that's the strike zone, you know? And they're, they're watching the umpires. And if they're not getting it, then they get fined or something. Because you can't have – there's so many strikes they're calling. I mean, they're a foot outside. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just – it's very, very frustrating, and they're trying to get everything equal and fair and, you know, all this stuff, but then you have an umpire who calls a strike zone, you know, differently from the guy who did it yesterday. To me, there's got to be a way that they can conf- confront, conf- conform that and make it a little more um, universal. Crip, what's up? Where's the game at on tonight? Can't find it. It is on YouTube. Right here where you're watching me right now. It is on YouTube. It is on at 710. So, and then tomorrow's game is on Fox. YouTube tonight. Saturday's game on Fox. And Sunday is back on Bally's. And yes, RJ is still partying. Having fun down there in Champa Bay. (laughs) Josh. Yeah, there's been a. Decent bit of bad calling this year. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I thought. You know, it just seems like it's more prevalent this year than than ever. I, I mean, I remember back when they okay, what year is this? Was it ninety seven when the when the uh, Marlins won the World Series and. They were going against the Atlanta Braves. You're welcome, Crip. And well, Crown, Crown told you it's an 810 on YouTube. Um, and oh, what was his name? Greg something was the uh, umpire. And I'm not kidding. His strike zone, he was calling stuff that looked like two feet outside. It was, and I was rooting against the Braves because I got tired of them going to the freaking playoffs all the time or going to the World Series and losing. I wanted to see somebody else try and win. So I was kind of happy with it, but I'm just going, oh, my goodness. But then they, they, the umpires tried to strike, and then they broke their quote-unquote union, and then they all became Major League Baseball umpires. We don't have NL umpires. We don't have AL umpires, and they tried to conform everything. And it seemed like it's somewhat kind of been more conformed because they've been talking about doing the robot strike zone and all that stuff. But th- just this year, it's it's – I don't know. These guys are just – off a lot and the thing that drives me nuts even more is if it's a strike here in the first inning then it damn well better be a strike there in the seventh inning and that's what it would frustrate me even more because i've seen them do that they'll call a strike on a reds player and i'm not saying that they just just gets the reds but i've seen them do it against the other team too and then they turn around the very next inning I'm like, the ball looks like in the exact same spot, and it's a ball, which, I mean, it should have been a ball the first time, but they call it a strike. I'm like, how are you missing it by that much? And because that's their job, and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm, I would never want to be a major baseball umpire. I don't even want to be a Little League umpire. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to deal with all this stuff. But that's their job, and their most important job is to look at something and make a decision. They do it all the time. They do it. I don't know how many times a game, you know, even if they're the umpire at first, second, or third, you're looking at it, making a decision. 
I mean, just like the, the uh, was it last night? Was it Na- Naquin? I think it was Naquin. He had the the double play ball, and he's or is, or is Akiyama? I can't remember. Is he or Naquin or Ak- Akiyama? I mean, he's literally passed the bag, and the umpire calls him out. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, what are you looking at? That's not even. That wasn't even close. And I understand they make you know, bad calls from time to time. It just seems like it's happening more this year, especially in the strike zone. And God, I don't want Rob Manford to, to do this because this whole spider attack thing, everything, which I honestly have no problem with them trying to get rid of the sticky stuff in baseball. My problem is why are you doing it in the middle of a baseball season? That makes absolutely no sense. You know, this should have been something that you addressed in the off season. And I said, Hey, we're going to crack down on this beginning of the year. So the pitchers have time to adjust to not using it or figuring out something else or whatever. But to do it in the middle of the season is just flat ridiculous. I, I don't. And that's another just stupid, stupid thing that Rob Manford does. He is a, I'm sorry. He is a horrible commissioner. I, I don't. I don't even know if he watches baseball, to be honest. I don't even know if he even knows the first thing about baseball. John, what's up, buddy? Who day? Welcome to the show. How you doing? I love talking some bagel stuff, but um, ain't a whole lot going on, really. I mean, we're about uh, well, three and a half weeks, less than that. The end of this month, July 27th, I think, is when the Bengals training camp happens. And I have not heard if they're letting fans in. I'm assuming. They're going to. I know I've been asked that multiple times on here. I'm assuming they're going to because, like I said, we're at full capacity at everything here in Ohio. So I don't know why they wouldn't let fans um, down there for training camp. So if they do let us, which I'm anticipating that they will, I am expecting I will be going down there at least once or twice to check them out and see my boy Jackpot Joey Burrow and Uno. Going deep. So, we're doing this a little later tonight than I normally do. You guys don't seem as excited as you did last night. Last night, I had two or three people going, oh, we're going to sweep the boosters. We're going to sweep them. This is going to be great. You guys don't seem as excited as you were last night. I mean, did did last night, did that really, really hurt you? I mean, was it? I know they're tough loss. All right, John. Let's see here. Did you know that there are a ton of Reds and Bengals fans in India? Because before 86, no. Oh, Indiana. Sorry. (laughs) India. What am I talking? Indiana. Because before 86, no Colts, no baseball teams here. So a lot of people either root for the Reds or Chicago fans. I'm assuming you're in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I know there's a lot of Indiana fans. Actually, my uh, I have family <laughs> in Indiana. You know, scored Cincinnati, so we're right on the edge of uh, Indiana and Kentucky. So yes, I do know there's a lot of Reds fans in Indiana. There used to be probably some Bengals fans there until the Colts moved there in '84 or '86 or whatever it was. James, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Crip, yes. It was heartbreaking last night watching watching the Reds lose. See, I'm not even hard. I was just pissed. <laughs> I, I tell you, I was mad. 
I, I was I was mad because I'm like, how? When I was getting irritated with Malley, it's like we just were talking about this on the show here yesterday that he needs to control the strike zone and throw strikes. And and when he gets up, what we were talking about, I, can't, I think it was, I can't remember who, who brought it up on the show. We were talking about how Tyler Malley, when he gets uh, 2 0 on, on a, or 0 2 on a batter, he nibbles. Last night he wasn't even he wasn't even he was nibbling the whole time, you know he he was ball one ball consistently, ball one ball two. It was like oh my goodness, you throw a freaking straight. He walked a batter in, and that was after <laughs> after the Reds. We get the bases loaded, no outs. We had no outs. You got Vado, you got Naquin, you got all these guys coming up. Nothing, nothing. We're getting no runs. So the Boozers come up. <laughs> They don't get a hit. He 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 walks around. He, he, he they have an eight foot. Well, they have one hit. An eight foot hit. But Tyler Malley, I know he, uh, it's a hard play, but dude, just grab the ball and flip it to, to Tucker. It's a force out. So you didn't do that. And then you walk the next batters. Oh, I'm, ugh, I'm like seriously. So they get out of the inning, and then the very next inning they load the bases again. We get nothing. I'm sorry, and I I try not not to get kicked off. I'm yelling at the TV. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, how, how, how are we leaving all these play, runners on base? Because they have not done that this year. So it wasn't heartbreaking to me. It was, I was pissed. I was absolutely pissed. All right, let's see here. John, what's up, man? Uh, getting into some Bengals talk here. I'd rather have Mixon have a monster year than the wide receivers going off with crazy stats. There's a chance, and there's a lot of – I don't know how much you think of pro football focus, but they really think that Mixon and the wide receivers are all going to have monster years. That's what they're predicting. And I can see it happening. I mean, for me, the formula for the Bengals, start fast, get the lead, get the ball to Mixon, and run the clock out, you know? That's the formula for me. Now, you got to mix mix in. I'm not saying just hand the ball off. You get the lead, off, lead hand the ball off every time. You know, mix and match a lot. And I'll tell you this. I've said this before on my show. If you guys remember the Tennessee Titans game, to me, that was the most balanced offense that we had last year. And I think that's what Zach Taylor wants his offense to run like. I think it's going to be more balanced than just throw the ball. We're going to throw the ball a lot. But I think he he does believe in the run. I think he's going to run it more than he did last year. So I think we're going to have a healthy Joe Mixon, which, look, I've said this before in the show. If we were in a playoff hunt last year, Mixon would have came back. Jonah Williams would have came back. You know, they were not – yes, they were season-ending injuries, but they really weren't season-ending injuries. They could have come back. It just wasn't worth it for them to come back and try to injure something else, you know. So, but anyway, getting back to my point with the Titans game, that's where I think we're going to have a very balanced offense. To me, John, the whole key to this season with the Bengals is the defense. I'm not worried at all about the offense. We got to be able to stop people. You got to be able to stop the run, and that's a big thing. Stop the run, especially against the Clowns and the Ravens. You stop the run, we're going to have a good chance to win some ball games. All right, Josh, 
I think back to the Reds talk here. Yeah, last night, sick. They couldn't get a hit to the outfield with the bases loaded to score at least a run in both those situations. Yes, exactly, dude. That's where I was so – I was just – I well, the thing is, we haven't seen that all year. That has been something that us Reds fans have gotten spoiled by this year. You know, how many times last year did, did that happen where they couldn't get runners in? It hasn't been happening this year. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not – I don't think it's going to spill over into tonight's game because it's not something that they've done all year. You know, most time, if there's guys on base, especially bases loaded, somebody's getting a hit and they're knocking them in. Let's see here. All right, Crown, what do you got? You guys are blowing the chat up. Love it. All right. Um, they need to start acting like they did against the Colts. The Bengals? I don't want the defense to act like they did against the Colts. That's the, <laughs> that's that's the one game where we, we were up 21 points. You're talking about the offense? Yeah. We are up 21 points. And, oh, the defense. I anyway. But I think you're talking about the offense, Crown. But yeah, yeah, that, that was a good good game too for the offense too. I mean, still, even even with us them blowing a 21-point lead, Burrow still had the ball and a chance to win the game there in the fourth quarter. There were so many. If you guys don't don't forget, there were so many games when Burrow was in there that we were in. We had chances to win. So don't don't forget that. All right, John, what's the ideal number of sacks the O-line is going to give up next year? Hoping for zero. Yeah, zero would be the ideal number. <laughs> I mean, less than 10, <laughs> you know? I, 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 We'll find out. It's it, The offensive line, I, I think, is going to be a lot better. Well, it's not going to be hard to be a lot better than last year. Last year's offensive line was terrible. Um, I honestly think they're, people are like, oh, they, all they got to do is be average. I think they're going to be slightly above average because I really do think the addition of Frank Pollock is is, is huge. I think Jonah Williams is going to take a huge step this year. I think Quentin Spain, he's going to have a full regular year in this offense. I think he's going to be have a huge step. Hopefully Trey Hopkins can will be ready by opening day. I kind of thought he was going to be. Now I'm kind of hearing he might not. So that would give Billy Price – basically it's – Put up or shut up time for Billy Price. This is it. So if Price gets a shot to play, he, for his own football career, needs to play well. And he was as excited as anybody for Frank Pollock. So just hopefully for, for, for Billy Price and for the Bengals, he could take a step this year. I mean, Trey Hopkins, I think, will no doubtly be the starting center when he's healthy. But I think Billy Price is going to be the starting center Obviously, up until that point. John. All right. The D needs to take away like those. The Ashley Ambrose. Yeah. Delta. Yeah. You're talking to 05 season. That's that's I have referenced that defense a ton here. That is exactly. That is all, all this team needs because our offense is going to be just as good as that 05 teams offense was. If not better, because I, well, I love Chad, I love TJ, I love Chris Henry, but I think Chase, Boyd, Higgins, oh my, are going to be even better. I just have a feeling that they're going to, they're going to be better, you know. 
I just, I don't know. I, I just have a feeling they're going to be better. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe not. But either way, even if they're as good as those three, our offense is going to be very, very hard to stop. Now, like me, me and uh, Matt Michigan were talking about, the key to the Bengals' defense is they need to get pressure. Two things. I mean, and, and it's like this. It's not rocket science. It's like this to any defense. You got to get pressure on the quarterback, and you got to stop the run. Stop the run, DJ or uh, DJ Reader, Tyler Shelvin, Big Daddy Bayou, um, Ogunjobi, and Mike Daniels. Those four have got to shut the run game down. Hendrickson, Hubbard, Osai, Sample. These guys need to bring it to get around the edge, get on the inside, outside, bring it. Get pressure on that quarterback. If you can get consistent pressure on the quarterback, it makes your secondary that much better. So we'll see. And I, like I said, I think Lou has all the pieces. I won't say that he needs, but the best pieces that he's that he's had in his going into his third year as the Bengals defense coordinator. So if it's going to work for Lou, this is the year that well, it has to work for him and Zach, or they're gone. And I hope it does because I love the idea of the Amoeba defense. Whatever. That team does well, you take it away from them that week. And that's what Lou is trying to do. That's what his defense is trying to accomplish. So hopefully he can get that done this year. Crip, what's up? I heard the Bearcats are getting new uniforms. Have you heard anything about that? I have not heard anything. Well, I mean, I've heard last couple of years is they're an Under Armour school. And I heard Under Armour was buying their contracts out away from schools. So I've heard that you see might be getting going back to Nike or something like that, which I would love to go back to Nike. Um, that's what I've heard. Um, I don't know anything other than that, Crip. Those are just rumors that I've heard probably last year and a half. So I would be surprised if they get new football uniforms now because, you know, we're, what, a month away to, you know, or two two months away from their their camp, them going out to higher ground and and getting ready for the season. I'd be surprised if they had, wait that long and that close to the season to announce new uniforms. I mean, hey, they might, but we'll see. But no, I, but officially, no, I have not heard anything. John, just watched Chad Johnson's two games with four hundred fifty yards and five TV TDs in back to back weeks. LOL Palmer threw such a beautiful deep ball. We need those big plays. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that Jackpot Joey Burrow has got to work on. He's got to get that deep ball going like he had in college. And I'm 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 very positive that he's gonna get that going this year. Um his arm strength, his, his arm is stronger. He's got his number one wide receiver from college and Uno. So I I think the deep ball is going to be in effect this year. And it ain't just going to be Uno. T. Higgins is no joke. That boy will go get the ball too. So, all right, it's 732. It's a little like it's a little later show. I'm glad you guys were able to jump on and join me. And it's a Friday. I hope everybody's getting ready to go have a wonderful weekend. Drink a couple beers. Play some cornhole, maybe grill out, have some fun because it's summertime. Not 
before we know it, it'll be cold and snowy up here, and it'll be football time. I can't wait. Speaking of football, I invite you to check out these Bengals, these great Bengals groups that let me live stream on their their groups. They are, and I invite you guys to go join them. They are Hootay Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Cincinnati Bengals The Jungle. Then you have the one Reds group that lets me do it. They are called Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, and Heading for Home. You got the Bearcat Country. So if, Crip, if you are wondering about the Bearcat uniforms, if there's anything legit about it, go check out Bearcat Country. They probably have a story or two on it. They have... Ohio State Bucknuts for all my Buckeye fans. And then you got the Ice Bar, which is my show page. You can go there as a virtual bar. We hang out, talk smack, have some fun. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. I'm also on TikTok. I do a lot of smack talking on there to the Tweety Birds and the Boozers and the Clowns and the Rat Birds and the Squealers. And I try to have some fun. Uh, that is at Iceman90. All these are under Sports with Strawberry Ice. Just look it up. And if you Google me, it'll they'll all pop up. You know, as Chris Carter would say, Google me sometime. Actually, you Google me, all this stuff pops up now. So, not that I'm important, but it just makes it easier to find out what I'm on if you're interested. And then I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight, putting it on the podcast. You guys can check it out. Um, on Bean Pod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you download it, subscribe to the podcast, rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Like I said at the beginning of the show, YouTubers, my originals, we are still going up and up and up and up in subscribers. I appreciate that a lot because really not getting a lot of viewers. And that's the middle of summer. I know people are out doing stuff. Don't have time to sit down and watch me. But my subscriptions are still going up, which is awesome. I am at 1,240. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to subscribe to my channel and to watch the show or listen to the podcast. One of one or the other is awesome. All right, let's see here. We got a couple little comments here. Let's see here. Look at these last two. Kyle, what's up, buddy? Um, how worried are you about the linebacking core? Not a lot of experience. That, yes. Um, <clears throat> as long as they stay healthy, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> the health issue, that that's that's what's scary. Because then, we're, then Jermaine Pratt jumps in, which he's got to have a good year. And then after that, it gets even worse. Uh, Mayfield. So that part, I'm worried. I think Logan Wilson and Akeem Davis Gaither are going to have breakout years. I really do. But as far as the depth, I would like them to sign somebody. Josh Bynes, I've said that a couple of times, just for depth, you know. So I'm, I don't want him to play all the time. Just so if Logan Wilson or Davis Gaither get hurt, you know, we got somebody to take a play. John, Jeff Blake is still the best deep ball I've ever seen. Exactly. Jeff Blake would throw the ball. It would go out of the TV screen and drop back into their hands right from the sky. He has one of the best deep balls I have ever seen. And John, if you're new to the show, my co-host, well, he's still my co-host. Whenever he comes back on the show. Absolutely loves Jeff Blake. That is his favorite all-time player. So he would get very, very excited to talk about Jeff Blake on our show <laughs> right now. So it's Friday. You guys have a great weekend. 
I'll see you Monday. Hopefully, Jeremy will be back. We'll find out. But as Jeremy Dimebag D's Nuts Dean would say, all together now, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Hopefully the Reds will get this win tonight. And that'll be huge. Let's win the next three. Get within three, four games of first place going to the All-Star break. That would be awesome. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Whoa.